All right, I'm back unexpectedly. Third hour. When coach puts you in, you got to be ready. And I've got a uh, unannounced, <laughs> unexpected uh, special guest here with me. The one, the only, Mr. Chip Matthews, my former mentor and great friend. Chip, how you doing this morning, man? I'm a former mentor. Why that, that, that doesn't work? Well, I've learned all. I, I learned all I needed to learn from you. Yeah. Okay. You sapped me of all my energy. <laughs> well, when you start running for office, that's when we'll be happy. Yes, I will. You'll be my mentor again. Yes. Uh, you know, as y'all know, uh, Chip and I had nightclubs together over the years and uh, with each other, uh, competed against each other, and iron sharpens iron. That's right. You know, and I, I tell you, good competition is good for everybody. It's very good. You know, very it, good. it really is because it just may, it, it may, if you want to, if you want to be successful or you want to win, you got to be hitting on all cylinders. It's like some guy last night came into the uh, restaurant at Acme Pizza last night and was talking about how great his bar was. And I said, and so he was telling me that he sells 20 cases of uh, Bud, Light, Bud Light and he sells 20 cases of Ultra a week. And I looked at him and I just went, excuse me, that's good. <laughs> Man, we were open two, three days a week. We'll we had a hundred of each. Oh yeah, easily sell three hundred, four hundred cases of beer in a weekend. At fire, it was it was nuts. You did empty trailers a weekend. Not to mention we had liquor. So, yeah, same. The, uh, you know, one hundred five. We were beer only for the longest time. Then we switched mm-hmm. over to liquor, and I think we sold more beer when we added liquor. It was the, yeah, weird, the weirdest people thing. People love that stuff, especially when you got to drag it upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so y- y'all may or may not know Chip owns you know one of our great sponsors here acme pizza and daiquiris which uh uh one of the reasons i say i'll do a third hour today is um i had i was going to have an opportunity to talk about more sponsors throughout the day of course can't keep this thing going without y'all uh chip i went over there last week as you know sat down with you had a little early supper ate a pizza yes you were going to get a slice or two and then take the rest home Yes, and all I and you ate the last two slices because I was like I'm throwing them away. I can't eat another bite. And That's I'm, right. And man, I just, if y'all hadn't gotten over to Acme, I, I'm telling you, we get over we, at some point. We're going to have a Clay Edwards show listener party over there. I just got to make time and energy to do it and try to do it on a night that they're not already packed. So it's usually going to have to be a week night. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's when I'm the least motivated to do anything. <laughs> right on November 14th, we have a uh, we're doing fundraisers with. Uh, Northwest Rankin, I believe. It's where you come in and the, I think the cheerleaders are, uh, are they're raising it for the auxiliary. Yeah. I'll get you more information on that. But yeah. That's, yeah. You know. We'd like, we'd like to support. And we're fixing to start Meatball Monday. Meatball uh, Taco Monday. Taco Tuesday's killing us, so we're going to start Meatball Monday. Meatball Monday. I like it. Uh, <laughs> how are, I know you've talked about adding lunch. I've had a lot of people ask. How's, how's that progressing? Well, it's progressing. We, uh, we've been... Uh, Making samples and this, that, and the other. We're we're looking at doing it in the next few weeks. We will start, but uh, and you're talking about doing a blue plate now. We're doing just, a blue plate. We're yeah. doing we're doing peas and cornbread and that and that's the thing. When we have we'll have a biscuit, country fried steak, country and, fried steak. And we've been making it all from scratch, and we've yeah. been testing things. We did meatloaf last week, smoked meatloaf, which was eh, it was good, but it wasn't what it, what I expected. But um, yeah, we're doing this, and we're we're feeding people in the neighborhood right now. We just go and we just bombard their building. So we're coming to feed everybody here today. Chip, so, uh, Randy texts in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, "Each time I go, they're out of lasagna. The chicken Alfredo is great, but I want the lasagna." Okay. The lasagna is uh, going to be on the menu. We uh, we are always out. 
Well, that's a good. That means that means that people like it. I yes, I mean we'll make a tray and then, poof, it's gone. And I just look at I, I look at uh, everybody in the kitchen and say, "Why don't we just make more?" And they go, "I hate making lasagna." I just look at them and say, "Well, they hate what you you know." We like making pizzas. I'm like, "Make lasagna." I like making money. <laughs> you know, that's, how we, so, this, that's yes. how we keep this thing going down the tracks. We're going to try to have. I, I will promise you. And see, that's the thing is we want, we had two lasagnas. We had one that was red sauce with. Uh, Hamburger meat, and then we had the other one that was uh, chicken with uh, spinach with white sauce. Yeah, I, I like the traditional. So the, the other's good. Don't well, get me wrong, oh, oh, both I, uh, both sell. It I'm a matter. I'm a traditional a traditional pizza person. And then cannolis have been selling like hotcakes lately. <laughs> so, Chip, I, I found something here. Speaking of food and cooking and all that, this is on this is on Twitter or X. Yeah, it's from a. Megan Jess is her name. It says, um, attention white people. Stop making brown people's food. It is not yours to steal or claim as your own. If you want Asian food, Latino food, Indian food, or anything else that isn't mayo, then go buy it from brown people in respect in a respectful manner. Don't take up space in their spaces. Now, I'm not dragging this into a race conversation. Right. But I am just curious. What what exactly would you call brown people food? Well, uh, would brown people food be Mexican? I mean, what what exactly is brown people food? I mean, is to me, I mean, are they just talking about traditional American Southern soul food? Is well, that- I mean, they you know, you have people who cl- claim the soul food is theirs, but the reality is, here in the South, we ate what grew out of the ground. Yeah, you know, and um, we brought the seeds here. You know, we planted everything that we have here. Now, I want to say something. I've been meaning to bring this up. Me and you talk about food, and we're not scared to get into the uh, to get into controversial topics. Never have been. No. I, I've been wanting. To, I've been waiting for an opportunity to bring this up. You know, the word "race" and "racist" stuff gets thrown around a lot. And I'm gonna tell you what. I don't know what a hole decided that somehow fried chicken and watermelon was something to be to be negative that it toward, belonged, like it belonged to somebody else. Yeah, like it, but like like only. Uh, like somehow we had to make that racist toward about black people or something or another that I, that to me, that's one of the greatest disservices of two amazing foods that I love that everybody in the South loves. And I hate that you can't talk about fried chicken or watermelon and it's not somehow have some kind of racial condemnation or undertones. And I'm like, bro, I, nobody loves fried chicken and watermelon more than Clay Edwards. Well, our number one selling daiquiri is the watermelon daiquiri. I've heard. Oh, yes. People, have, it, people it, have texted it, me and said, thank it, you for telling me about their daiquiris. The watermelon Watermelon the daiquiri. So, and, and looking at it, I would say the ratio of black to white order in the watermelon daiquiri is out of, out of 10 people, every seven will be white and three will be black. If you're out there in listener land. Now, and, and, strawberry, that's another story. Yeah. Or squawberry. Yeah. De- oh, definitely. <laughs> now, I, I'm so scared of, eat, of anything strawberry. Even the artificially flavored. I don't want to get an artificial seed in my colon. Um, if anybody's out there listening, and you and you know where the whole fried chicken, watermelon stuff started. Yeah. I'd like to know, because I would like to, I would like to complain to the manager. Okay. I, I would like to complain to the manager. And uh, maybe even give them a bad review. I know, I know that it was probably a long time ago. It probably, I'm going to guess it was probably, uh, what do they call it, minstrel shows? Yes. 
You know, maybe that was with the blackface and all that. Yeah. I'm going to guess it probably started in that era. And maybe tobacco, the old metal tobacco, tack, you know, metal tackers. Yeah. With the, the signage, you know, that used to be very exaggerative and have the, like the, the black field workers and sharecroppers yeah, and all that and on the, there. And the little toys, you know, the little dolls with and pictures with them mm-hmm. holding up a watermelon. I can see that. I don't know how fried chicken got thrown into that. I've never seen. I mean, fried chicken's just great. I'm, I'm telling I mean, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there was a more, if they're into more perfect food beyond pig, yeah, it's fried chicken, and I mean that's still close for me between the two. Yeah, I mean, again, I hate it. I mean, that you you can't sit here and have a conversation. Like I remember, me and you did a show one day about the best fried chicken in the state. Yes, and I saw people complaining online. They're talking about the best fried chicken being racist. I'm like, we are not being racist. We love fried chicken. That's correct. And I, I mean what I'm about to say is a compliment. I know it's going to be taken out of context. Right. But honestly, when I and I think black folks have great taste in food. Yes. So like if I see a bunch of black folks eating somewhere, I know typically the food is really good. Yeah. Do not turn down the picnic if 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 invited. Yeah. yeah. So you know. if, 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 I, if I hear black people telling me, man, that place has got the best chicken. I believe them. Right. I'm like, thank you. Because I, I know you have great taste in, in food. Right. That's where I want to go. I mean, why can't that be a compliment? Why does that have to be a, an insult? You know, you, there's not too many family reunions, black or white, that you can't walk up on and get some of the best chicken you ever had in your life. You know, I, I, I say it all the time. You can roll in any random gas station in Mississippi and possibly have the best fried chicken or barbecue. That's true. You've ever had in your life. And just because they ain't out in Texas winning awards or they're not at Memphis in May, don't mean it ain't the best. That's correct. I mean, you know. I mean, Rib Daddies. Yes. And that the Exxon on Northside. Right. I mean, that they, when, he, when he had that first OG location right yes, there. Yes, they, they that was the stuff. The small gas station, too, the one that the Waffle yeah. House was behind. Right. On that side, next to the furniture store, That's across from Joker's. It's not a Waffle House anymore. Mm-mm. Closed <laughs> last week. Thanks, Jackson. <laughs> How do you, I, uh, Waffle House, probably their whole... Have they ever closed locations? They've lost two in Jackson. Did they close High Street too? No, but they lost the one McDowell. on McDowell. And, and then that one. And that one. So High Street is still open? High Street's and still open. And 18 are yeah, still open. I mean, you know, you gotta, I guess you have to have a certain par level of shootings in your place before they decide that they're going to close you down. I told a story on the show the other day. That one on McDowell Road, I don't – and look, it was bad in the 90s. Yes, I don't know how it made it to the 2000s. I mean, you know, and down the road there, you had you you had you had the 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 feeder bars <laughs> strip, strip <laughs> to club put them in at 2 a.m. You know, you were gonna be, you were putting the wrong crowd in there to begin with. I, I I told this story on that show. I saw a female stripper get thrown through a plate glass window from inside to outside right. of that Waffle House, and this would have been 98 or 99. What'd you do wrong? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what she did. I mean, but it, one yeah. of those three in the morning, I wasn't with them yeah. or nothing. We were just on the other end of the restaurant yeah. and saw these shenanigans take place. I'm like, oh, my. You know, the biggest shenanigan when you go into Waffle House is, and like I went to the one in Canton the other morning at uh, 730, and I sit down. There's nobody else in the restaurant, and they said, it's going to be an hour and a half before you can order breakfast. That's a bad shenanigan, too, that happens there from time to time. you got to really want it. To uh to sit for an hour and a half before you even get to order it, and, and I'm looking at them going, there's seven people working. Well, we ain't we ain't working. You know what I would say if I, if I was if I was running that establishment and it turned into that, I would say we got eggs and waffles and bacon. If you don't want that, 
or chili, whatever's ready already, or something I can make a lot of easy. But there's nobody in the building. Oh, gotcha. I was saying if it was, <laughs> it was empty. Oh. We're talking about 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. I was We're saying. talking about breakfast hours. Oh. <laughs> they usually got the A-team working at the, the morning breakfast. Well, the A-team was there, and they did not want to work. And I, I, went to the, I went to the Waffle House in Byram. It was around Christmas one year. Yeah. When, when, uh, I had the church group meet me there for a morning prayer, prayer circle. And they had the the A team working, bro. They were in there singing music and oh, you can go in some singing on the ju- singing songs off the juke. But they had to be the corporate trainers on tour or something because there was no way these people really exist in real life. No, usually it's um, kind of scary. Yeah, my friend Hope that uh, I grew up with, she's one of the corporate right. people for for uh, she she was actually with she was part of that church group. She was actually uh, one of the corporate trainers now, and like she's one of the ones that flies out when they have the. Uh, the natural disasters, mm-hmm. and you know, Wolf House will send their trucks down and and cater for the for people and all that, or supply food like Red Cross type stuff. And it's just wild. I mean, but those people do exist, and well, some yeah, of them live I, here locally. Look, and I, I used to have that number, and I used to call. I say, I'm in Waffle House. I'm trying to order food. And I can't get food. She would call the phone, call the phone there, yeah, and say, Look, there's a guy in the very back booth. He's waving at you now, and I would wave, <laughs> and she goes, He would like to eat. <laughs> that that was that was the good old days. Let's see here. Um, unknown texter on the Guns and Gear text line says, there was a place in NOLA called Chicken and Watermelons, had the best wings on Claiborne Avenue. You're right. I remember when they opened that place. It was a place called Chicken and Watermelon. And if I remember right, it was a big fuss about it, too, because it was a white guy that opened it. Yeah. But the the chicken was awesome. Hey, and I'm sure the watermelon was great, too. Uh, was it was, was it from Smith County? It had to be. Man, I, I knew a guy in Homa, Louisiana, used to come up and buy – truckloads of watermelon to carry back to home of Louisiana to sell. And I'd look at him and go, you, you, he had 18 wheel loads. I'm not talking about it. He bought thousands of watermelons a year. Man, I had a buddy of mine whose uh, dad or grandfather, when I think possibly dad sells watermelons up and down 471 there, mm-hmm. brought me one by a month or two ago. I don't guess I'd ever just paid attention. I just get a watermelon at the grocery store and I just assume they're all from Smith County. No. Man. I like. I knew for a fact where this one came from. Chip, I cracked this thing open. It was the juiciest, sweetest, thickest water. I mean, it was like it was like hot pink inside it. Right. It was a. It wasn't that red like normal watermelon. Correct. It's the best watermelon I've ever had in my life. My first vehicle I ever had in my life, I paid for with watermelons. Really? When I was a kid, I used to ride around Canton with my uncle and sell watermelons out of the back of the truck. Nice, and we sold Smith County, and that's where it's at. Ice cold, and we'd have a we had a big old vat, and we'd ice cold watermelons. So, my my girlfriend, much she may not come across as she's an old country girl, and uh, she lives down in Scott County, but Smith County, Scott County, they bump up against that's each as other, I think. As it gives. And I was, and I was just, she got to tell me it was something about the soil down there, and you know, she's a country girl, and she knows about the soil, and it's something about the soil there is what makes it great for growing watermelons. Yeah, and it's just something magic about that, that they don't have nowhere else. Well, okay. that's interesting. Okay. I get, otherwise, why couldn't you just grow them everywhere? I mean, it's always about the soil, right? Yeah, it's always about that. You know, it's just like, you know. If y'all know, if listen, if y'all know why Smith County watermelons taste better, let us know. 601-879-0002. Since we've got Chip on here, we're talking food, we're talking fried chicken. I mean, why not? What's the best fried chicken y'all ever had? Call in, let us know. Shoot me a text on the Guns and Gear text line. 
769-241-1944. We're going to get to some political stuff okay. on the other side of this break. I got a few things, national and Chip's running for office here locally and working on election integrity stuff. I'd like to get his opinion on a few things as well. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Chip Matthews. Back <laughs> together again. All right, welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. Here, this segment be brought to you by our friends over at Men's Health of Mississippi. Get over there today, get your levels checked. Where are they located exactly? Right there. Let me tell you their address. I will pull it up here. And they're... Um, in that little new area, over off Colony Park, sort of. Here, I'll tell you the exact address. I got it pulled up here. 120 Fountains Boulevard. Okay. So there's two entrances to it. There's one off Holland Colony and one off of, what's that, uh, 16 or 22? 22. 22, yeah. Right, you can kind of pull in either way. Okay. They're right there. And there's one across the street from them that has a very similar name. That does the same stuff. Okay. So you got to make sure you're at the right one. So okay. 120 Fountains, Men's Health of Mississippi. Okay. And, uh, or go to the website, menshealthms.com. Right. Man, people have been sending me the screenshots of their appointments, man. I couldn't be happier for you guys. Go get your levels checked. Go get your testosterone levels right. Uh, all the other stuff. Like I said, I take a shot of vitamin D. Okay. Every week, give it give it to myself every Sunday. Chip, mm-hmm. yeah, it is giving me energy levels. I don't feel okay, you know, or anything like that. You you're not taking any vitamin D. Uh, I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to go go there. I was riding around today, going. I need to go in there. Just stop by, see them. Because uh, I'm know, wore out. <laughs> our, old, our old buddy uh, works there with them. Oh, DJ Cadillac. Okay. Yeah, you know he he does like all kind of stuff there, but he does their tattoo removal. Okay. So they got a laser tattoo removal. Right. He's been posting pictures of people online that get it done. It really works. I mean, I'm not getting it done, but it'd take a while. <laughs> yeah, it would take a while. But yeah, the, get over there, see those guys. If you were in, have any interest in getting your testosterone levels checked, man, it makes a big difference. Uh, handle everything from ED to obesity to mood and sleep and everything in between, guys. I just, I just you, need some sleep. If you're not, I just need some more energy, guys. If you're not waking up with a little morning wood, there's a good chance that you uh, your testosterone levels are low. I'm not saying that to be sexually suggestive or anything. It's right. just one of the first signs they say uh, to look out for when you have a. Uh, Low testosterone. Let's take a call real quick. Okay. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, guys. It's Glenn from Canton. How are y'all? Hey, Glenn. Hey, man. You were talking about the soil in uh, Smith County? Yes. I saw a documentary about tornadoes a while back, and they said statistically that Smith County is more likely than anywhere in the world to be hit by a tornado. I don't know what that means. Means but tornadoes it, like it, watermelons. <laughs> That's interesting, man. I've, I've, never, I've never heard that, but I mean, you figure it had to be somewhere. I would have thought it'd be somewhere in the Midwest. That Oklahoma, uh, Kentucky area seems to always get hit a lot. But yeah, me, me too. But I was thinking maybe it's the soil, maybe it's magnetism. Who knows? Yeah, but, yeah. It slides but, right. To, they, 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 lately, that has been the corridor right there when you, you come in from, I guess. Macomb comes straight up towards Smith County. Yes, and also, I don't know if y'all knew this, but uh, at one time, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, was the tomato capital of the world. I thought it was. Well, I guess Crystal I thought it was Springs. Crystal Springs. I thought it was Crystal Springs. But Crystal Springs, you're right. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. They still have the uh, Tomato Festival. Yep. Really? Still? Yes. Yeah. And, what, That's Bell, awesome. and Bell's own is the catfish capital, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot of 
You know, that's why I think Mississippi could survive. You know, that's that's what it goes back to how we survived after the after the big war, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. We we had we could eat. Absolutely. And if you and if you're a halfway good shot, squirrel stays good, rabbit stays good, uh grow your own corn, tomatoes, whatever. Well let's be honest, we got way too many deer. They limit how many we can kill. I saw a deer on the square in Canton this morning. I went yeah. Holy cow. There, there was a flock. I live in downtown Brandon. There was six or seven in my yard the other night. There's there's some in my backyard, my rental house in Canton, in the backyard, in town. Yeah, I mean, we, and, uh, I think we'll be all right. I mean, once once we get off the government the government tit, you know, and we don't, we don't, we, we make people around here, you know, actually start to get off their lazy butts and, and work and figure it out on their own. I think Mississippi could be just fine if if, if they built a wall around this song. And growing up in Canton, I remember everybody's freezer's full. Oh, yeah. You got vegetables. You had you had you know you didn't need you, you you went to the store and bought stuff, but most of the time, somebody had put up some cans of this, that, and the other, and uh, you you had food all year. Sure, and everybody was happy to share deer sausage. Oh yeah, still are. Yeah. My 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 grandmother uh, used to pickle stuff all the time. Oh yeah. And just yeah. always had just just can just uh, mason jars full of stuff in her pantry. Right. Now, she's still yeah. she's ninety years old almost, man. She still works that garden. It's time to, to do this it. day. I mean, she's she's in better shape for her age than anybody I've ever seen. Knock on wood. <laughs> my grandmother all my life. She goes, you got to get ready for hard times. You know, well, they they come out of the dust bowl and the and the depression and all that. You know, absolutely. I talked to my grandmother about this last time I saw her because I, I figured you know it's getting you know it's getting closer to the end than it is the beginning. And I asked her, and she's a, she's a thin lady, always has been. And look, bro, she cooks every, she puts Crisco in everything. Right. And I just asked her, we call her Pretty Mama. I was like, Pretty right. Mama, why why do you think you've been so healthy? She smoked for 30 years, two packs a day or so. And she hadn't smoked in 20 years or, or longer. But I mean, but we came to the conclusion. I just asked her, I said, do you think it's because you grew what you ate or you ate what you grew? I mean, and. You weren't buying all this stuff with all these preservatives and all this crap in it. She yep. she she tends to agree. She never really thought about it, but she she said, you know, forever we all we only ate what we grew here on the land there in Florence. Well, you know, yeah. Think about this for just a moment. You know, your allergies and all that kick up. A long time ago, before there were dryers, they used to hang the sheets outside, and I would say that. When the sheets would put on your bed, you had a low dose of pollen in those things that would get into you at the beginning of the spring, and you would it would be like taking some immunity something to help. That makes you. sense. That you know you you would yeah. get it in your system, and it would Absolutely. help you. And I I, I I believe that nowadays because you know. But you but you're right about uh like I remember my grandmother they were so frugal coming out of the the depression and all. She would wash her aluminum foil and reuse it. Oh yeah, and 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 really, the depression for them had been twenty or thirty years before that, right? Because I mean, yeah, yeah. If you 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 sound like you're younger than me, and I'm sixty one. I'm so, fifty eight. Yeah, you're right there with me. So when they would talk about the depression, you know, we'd always, you know, I'm, I remember I'd tune out a little bit, but you know, at the same time, you look at it and go. You know that was when they were kids. Well, I always think about the Alabama song. It says we were so when Wall Street fell, we were so poor that we couldn't tell. Right, and that's Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt like yeah, that that was Mississippi there. You know, through the and the and, and the whole Southeast kind of through the through the depression. By the by, the, they were already in a depression here. The rest of America just caught up. That's why when you bring a business here like Nissan and you they they offer these checks. 
it's big money. Yep. Absolutely. Right, Look, brother. guys, y'all have a great show. I got to go enjoy my white privilege and get on these ladders. There you All go. Right. Enjoy it, brother. Have Thank fun. You. Get to work. All right. <laughs> All right, good call there. Let's take a break, come back. We'll unpack some of that. Tim texts in on the Guns of Gear text line. says, Smith County is the most likeliest place in the world to get hit by an F5 tornado. Okay, I can believe that. So I don't know if that's a little clarification there, if there's a difference, but um, I know there's a different difference in an F1 and an F5. Yes. So uh, we'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Also, menshealthms.com. That segment was brought to you by Men's Health of Mississippi. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the most incendiary show on the morning airwaves here on WYAB. It just so happens to be the only show on the morning airwaves on WYAB, so it gets to be the most incendiary, the best, the greatest, all that stuff. Yes. Until the next guy comes up, and then his show's the best. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. And then Kim Wade's got the best show from four to six every day. Right. And that's how we do it here at WYAB. you got Jameson Haygood will be here from 10 to noon. I tell you what, Jameson is hitting on all cylinders right now, Yes, man. he is. Yes, he is. There's big. There's his future's bright. Yes, it is. As bright as he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a busy guy as well, but his future's as bright as he wants it to be. And uh, you know, I think you're going to see some great things come out of Jameson. I, I really do. His, it, when when you're pa- when you're that passionate, just like you're being passionate, just like you're passionate about this uh, political corruption stuff, right? And as is, as is Jameson, when Which, you're that passionate, you're going to find success. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's like in Canton. Everybody goes, Chip, nothing's changed. I go, I got four aldermen in jail. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, and it doesn't make the news because the Democratic news will not pick it up. I mean, we've got, I've got stories that I'm sitting on that are just unreal. And then, of course, the shooting when they shot at me, that's in the Supreme Court right now. We're waiting on any day now. We had to, the city said that they had the right to shoot whenever they wanted to. So now we're in the Supreme Court as they're, Trying to debate whether the city can shoot at you and not tell you they're going to. <laughs> so, and, and Chip don't mean shooting their shot either. He means shooting bullets at yeah, you know, real it, stuff. Crazy stories out of Canton. Uh, Democrats going Democrat. Uh, Canton and Jackson going at it, just trying to decide who can be the and, most mis 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 ran city in the country. And as we know, I am running for supervisor district five right now, and then uh, David Bishop is running in district four. And uh, the two people that we're trying to unseat have been in office for 30 years, people. For 30 years, they've kept District 4 and 5. They, they, they supply, and people from Mattis County need to understand, they supply 1, 2, and 3 with money. But they keep the people in 4 and 5 beat down so that they can stay in office. And that is it. And 4 and 5 is, is the largest land mass of the county. And uh, and they read with the redistricting they just recently did. It was to help banks not be in a situation to where it would be a a one point or ten point vote. And I think they messed that up. And then of course my area they gave me all of Yandel Road and all the way up to uh, Mary. I rode through there the other day. I had a I, uh, yesterday. I took a I, got, I took a ride up from Yandel North up fifty one. To where the bumpers and the gas yep. station is right there. Turned around and came back. I had a meeting. Just had a few minutes to burn. And uh, that I, I, I've got a good chance. Yeah, your your signage is good. Well, thank you. You, you know, I like uh, that you're having fun with this. Oh yeah, I think it makes a difference. It's oh, not yes. your typical political signs. You're, no. you're you're going after folks, and I think I think that's going to be the legacy of Donald Trump. And not to not to make yeah. this about Trump, but I just mean yeah. changed up your politics as usual, right? 
and how you can politic and being able to say the things that you need to say and be able to call these dang people out for their terrible jobs. Well, the biggest thing that, that I, I'm going to call out is I'm going to call out Republicans and your neighbors. Now, a lot of our people do vote, yeah. but not enough vote. Y'all, if 25% of, of Madison County voted in the last election, 25%. So come on, people. You got to get up, and we got to do something. We got to start getting more people to run for office. That's the big thing. Because look at it this way: the uh, family business for uh, the Banks and the Griffins for years, nobody ran against them. And then you got the Blackman family that runs the Senate and the House, and nobody ran against them. And all they did was step out of the way and let their kids take the take the office. That last minute, they jumped off the ballot, and the kids went on. And now they're senator and all that, and didn't he have to run a campaign? Ought to be illegal. It should be, but that, that it isn't illegal if nobody challenges it. You got to get people on the vote on the on the on the on the ballot to run. Period. Period. But anyway, also y'all, Facebook uh, killed my page. I, I was going to ask. I got a friend request from me. I knew it was you. Yeah. But, um. So, face. What did they kill it for? They killed it because I was posting about the uh, Democrats. Yeah. And they, uh, they, I mean, they knocked it all the way down. I mean, I, y'all, I've had that Facebook page since fire, and it's probably good for twenty or thirty thousand people. And boop. Well, yeah, that's what they did to me in the original Save Jackson page. I posted a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse holding the gun after right. he got found innocent. Right. Zap me for posting a mass shooter. There you go. For celebrating a mass shooter. I'm like, and I got told a new pedophiles. There's a new trick. Have another person on as the admin, and they yeah. won't, and your pages won't go away. Well, I, yeah, I know. Well, that's what I my backup page is yeah. now the main page. Yeah, that's what I did. I've learned that. So, I, I, but I I'm up, back that. up in two days. I'm already up to I think uh, fourteen hundred people. Yeah. So that's good. That's a good sign. So yeah, you got to be careful. I was on here earlier talking about conservatives boycotting social media and look I, I if you don't want to be on social media i completely understand but if you're going to be on it don't be in just echo chambers like truth social and these other places be on these places where the people are at uh, that's the one thing i think fast the head start facebook has on everybody is i know that we're all hung up in this political stuff right but there's a whole world to facebook that doesn't care about that your grandma sharing pictures your mom sharing pictures of your grandkids and food and all these other experiences on there, you want to be where the normies are at if you've got a message to get across. That's correct. And Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and all that, that's where the normies are at. X, look, it's fun to get on there and argue politics and all that stuff with people on X from the left and from the right. But that's a, that's a lot of politicos on there. Well, it's, it's just like when I show up at a, a Republican event and I come in to talk about the election, the people that are at that event are the people that vote. We've yeah. got to talk to the people that don't vote and the people that aren't invited to these political fundraisers and this, that, and the other, those people, y'all are the real people. Y'all need to get out and vote. You can absentee vote now. And uh, and you know what's funny is I constantly remind myself of this. Me and you and others who are politically active can scream from the mountaintops, protest from the mountaintops. Your vote, your one vote, it counts just as much as that person who doesn't say a word. Your vote is as big as Donald Trump's one vote. Yep. It's one vote, y'all. But one vote means a lot. And you need is and 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 if you want to complain and get on Facebook, at least have be able to put up there I have voted. Then get on there and complain. I think my I have my my current signs say if you don't vote, don't complain. 
So that's yeah. that. That's it, man. I mean, you got to be, you got to get out, you got to vote. Or again, otherwise, don't complain. And, and y'all, and also, and, y'all look me up on Facebook, Chip Matthews. And there is a caveat to that. I, I know that there's people out there who have lost their rights to vote, which I 100% disagree with. Right. Regardless, well, outside of anything perverted, right, or sexual assault, or violent, right. You know, I, I, I think. People need to be getting their voting rights back. I think that's something that needs to be worked on. I know that's something that is being worked on. Yes, I know for whatever reason, conservatives have got to get out of this mindset. I didn't mean to go down this. I've, right. Go ahead. But conservatives have got to get out of this mindset that if we let felons vote, that somehow just means more Democrats voting. I hate to tell y'all. There's just as many Republicans that are criminals. And I can start naming names. Yeah. I hate to tell y'all, but I don't don't think the numbers pan out like that. Me and Sean actually broke them down here on the show one day. If we were just strictly saying by race. Right. If we're just talking about white, black, and just assuming blacks are Democrats and all whites are conservatives, which we know that ain't the case. Right. But if we just look at it like that, um, it was actually, I think, 50-50 or so. Yeah. And now these ain't felonies, but there's like people in prison currently, which right. I assume most people in prison are in there for felonies, not misdemeanors. Right. Which I know that's not exactly the case right. either. But neither here nor there. I, I don't think that people being in jail automatically makes them a Democrat. Well, it's like the the whole world. I mean, we fight because it's a 50-50 world. Yeah. You know, the, and that's nationwide. Half of, the, half of America wants this and half wants that. And so well, forty nine and forty nine, and then it's that two percent in the middle that actually right. determines everything. You know, it's like Ole Miss and State. It's 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 what fuels conversation, and um, that's what's going on. Well, and since you brought it up, oh, congratulations yeah. to your. Thank Ole you Miss very Rebels. much. Thank you very much. It was a heck of a game. There's one game. Chip told me a couple of days prior. He's like, they're mad at me because I don't even want to go this week, and I I'm selling my tickets or something, and. Yeah, of course, you didn't go. and I didn't go, and I was watching it on TV, and everybody was texting me going, Chip, I cannot believe you missed this game. <laughs> okay, politics is politics. So, Well, you know what? Every now and then, look, TVs have gotten so nice. Oh, hey, I enjoyed every minute. Trust me, I was in the kitchen cooking pizzas and going, oh, yes, oh, yes. And, 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 and you me, knew it was going to happen. And, and let, Well, I mean, they, they tried – to have classic old Miss poop the bed there. Oh yeah, I mean that 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 passing not pass that, that roughing the passer or whatever late in the game when they got the first set of downs. Well, the thing was the thirty six seconds. The coach wanted him to stop at the one. Yeah. He wanted to kick the field goal for the win. You know that's what he was thinking. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the way I understood it. But I mean, when you leave thirty six seconds on the clock, and you know this week we have Arkansas, and we all know what happened a few years ago with. Third and fifty seven. Third and fifty seven. Whatever it was. Third and twenty five. It was and, some ridiculous. And, and you know, I, I was watching the replay last night of that of uh, the old miss game and I was looking at that guy standing in the end zone waiting on that football. I go, How many times has that ball made it there on the last play and we went home sad? <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, let's shift gears real quick. I wanted to get this in in the first two hours. I didn't get able to. We got just like two minutes left before we gotta take a break. Three miles thirty can I tell you. I'm that kind of stud. What was that? Hold on. I got to close out a window. That was some, you know, I got a bunch of windows open here. I believe that. So that was uh, one of the, that was on OutKick there. That was one (laughs) of the, their hosts. This is, this is Jamal Bowman who pulled the fire, who pulled the fire handle thinking it would unlock the doors and caused an insurrection at the Capitol. Okay. The other day. This is his, this is his excuse. Uh, Again, all the Jan Sixers are in prison and this guy just pulled a true. Insurrection. Uh, do you still stand by your statement that uh, when the fire alarm was an accident, 
you know, I don't know why this has gotten so much attention. I was literally just in a rush to go vote, man. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of any repercussions either from leadership or from legal aid from Capitol Police? I, I mean, listen, I take responsibility for what I did, you know, but like I said, I was in a rush to go vote, and, uh, you know, the investigation will, will, will sort everything else out. Uh, have you talked to Jeffries about it? Oh, yeah, of course. That's day one. Yes. How was that conversation? Well, I got to keep that between me and the leader, so I'm not going to share that publicly. Yeah, uh-huh. but we've been in touch with each other. Uh, yeah, they told him he was an absolute idiot, and he was trying to get out the building, not in the building. So I don't know how he was in a rush to go vote when he was going out the exit. Democrat double standard chip. They wouldn't have none if they didn't have double standards. That's correct. That's correct. They would have no standards if they didn't have double standards. It was an insurrection. He interrupted a vote. He needs to be locked up, probably well, executed. Honestly, it's called you know that's called. Uh, oh shit. Where's the guy that killed Ashley Babbitt when you need him? Well, exactly. I mean, this guy's causing a, a deadly insurrection. Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you suppress the vote, which is what they do in Madison County in certain places, I mean, you got three voting precincts in Madison, you got one voting precinct at Deerfield. Yeah. Figure that out. You know, you got, you got 700 people voting in Camden with three precincts, and you got 4,500 voting at, uh, <laughs> on, o- on Old Canton Road in, uh, Deerfield. In, Figure in, that out insurrectionists they they must all be executed i'm being facetious sorta we'll be right back back in here to this uh special edition third hour of the clay edwards show look i, I you know because look i like being transparent with everybody uh the our grow your nose show is no longer we do appreciate Kelly's Green for coming on here and doing that show with us for uh, for a while now. You know, a good four or five months. We had a good time doing that. We had a good time educating everybody about the medical marijuana industry here in Mississippi. I wish Kelly and her team nothing but the best in their in their uh, their future down there. And uh, again, they don't have a bigger supporter than Clay Edwards. So we do wish them the best. But if you wonder what happened to Grow Your No, it was just uh, the deal expired and. All parties decided to kind of go their own way. It's, it's very time consuming, man. People don't people don't know how much work goes into doing these radio shows and talking for an hour. And I know there's a lot of people who, man, I read everything on the Gateway Pundit or everything on WLBT or Kingfish's website or Dark Horse Press. I can go do this every day. It, it, it's a lot harder than that. <laughs> I was that guy. I thought I can do that, and I, and, and I have. But there, there's days where I hit a brick wall and. There's times where the schedules don't work out, and it's tough to do. And I'm not saying woe is me by no no means here, but I think people find out that it's very challenging putting these shows together and trying to be entertaining and informative simultaneously and retain an audience and build an audience and, and all that. So I commend everybody that has the ability to do it and everybody that gets out there and tries it. You don't have a bigger supporter than me. I'm pulling for all you guys. Everybody that's out there that uh, we've inspired to start podcasting, I love it. Maybe one day y'all can come fill in for me one day. Come learn how to work this board and host the Clay Edwards show. Or heck, host your own show out here at WYAB sometime. I imagine that. The Chip Matthews show. You could do it. If anybody, if anybody could do it, Chip Matthews could. <laughs> I've, I've had my time. Frankly, I, frankly, I'm more surprised you haven't lately than, than the fact that you have. Everybody, everybody gets shocked. They go, why, don't you, why aren't you on the air? I said, well, you know, it's sort of like. Fire. Oh, well, I've already you, done that. Well, you, we got about 20 seconds left, but you were in there when I was saying it. Um, people don't understand how much work goes into this, how, the commitment it takes to, <laughs> to do this every day or it, even it, once a week. It, just the commitment of getting uh, being 
good at night and waking up the next day. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.